Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show. I am so excited to have my friend Long, who's an industry leader. And Long, I have looked up to you for a long time. You've built an incredible, incredible business. So today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is rarely talked about and incredibly important. And it's about how to take relationships in your business and really tune in to your own emotional IQ, EQ, and take those relationships to the next level to really grow your business. So thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And can you just share with everyone watching a little bit about your business today so they have some idea of the incredible business you've built? Sure, yeah. So this is my 27th year in the industry. My first 15 years, I was on the mortgage side. My last 12 years in real estate. So I started, uh, founded Realty Group. I call it 1.0. In 2009, when I got from mortgage to real estate transition, I closed a thousand transactions in my first four years, and that was actually using EQ, which I'll explain a little bit. And in 2014, together with my business partner, you know him, Mike Bernier, and we started Realty Group 2.0. And at the time, we had eight agents, and today we're 425 plus and growing, the fastest growing real estate company in Minnesota. That's incredible! Incredible, 425 agents. I can't even wrap my head around that. So let's talk a little bit about the principles that were with you back then at the 1.0 level and what's really caused you to have that kind of incredible growth. Yep. What I've learned through my 27th year, we're in the people business. Okay? And because in the people business, it's about learning how to deal with people. Because all of the, the stuff that we do in lead generation and closing and conversion, those are all technical stuff can be taught and learned. But sure. what, one thing that we forget is that, you know, you, you're in a relationship business. It's about face-to-face, belly-to-belly. When you get in front of them, how do you build a relationship in a deeper level? Because people work with Carrie because they like and trust Carrie. It's not mm-hmm. because the name of your company or who you're with or who you are, right? They trust, like and trust you. So that's something I learned right away. So, for example, when I first started in real estate, I knew right away that I wanted to work in bank-owned. Because I went from the mortgage side to the real estate side, and all my real estate friends like, you're crazy. Why you want to go in real estate right now? And I felt like I was a fireman run, running to a burning building, everyone running out. I'm like, hey, but guys, I think this foreclosure will be around for a while. They're like, no, 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 long. It's a little hiccup. This is real estate, right? So then I remember my kids were young at the time. This is about 10 years ago now. And every three weeks, I tell her, honey, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, and I fly to Dallas. From Minneapolis to Dallas, $104 round trip, about two-hour flight because I knew I had to go find the people I want to work with, yeah. which at the time, as you know, is asset managers. So these sure. are people who work with banks, and then they, they, they dispose the asset. So I went down there, get uh, two coffee meetings, lunch meeting, coffee, happy hour, dinner. I meet them to build a relationship. I want to get to know them. So I did that for about a year. They introduced me to the asset manager. I get to know them now. They're friends, they're kids, they're you know, significant others. So then when I started the company in 2009, I then called all my friends because I we know that system run business, people run system, right? Yep. So I wanted to find out what they need for me so I can go back and build all the system before I plug the people in. So I called them in 2009, and I said, I just started my company. We've been, I've known you for a year now. Everything you tell me, I got this. 
even though I've never done real estate before, but because the relationship I built, they trusted me. They said, if Long said he can do it, I'm going to trust him, right? Yeah. So I went from zero to like 400 properties in six months. That so is that, insane. Like, so let me ask a question. Did you have the vision when you started making those trips that you were going to break into the real estate side? Yep. So you weren't asking for their business on the mortgage side at that time. Nope. You were purely focused on what you wanted to build and the That's vision right. that you had. Yep. Absolutely. Because, Genius. I wish I was on those planes with you. Right. But at the end of the day, right, we're all business owners anyway. So yeah. if you have to end in mind, you can reverse engineer back. If you know what you want to do, you will figure out what to do to get there. And that's what I want. Incredible. So you probably, I would guess that's probably the fastest start. And I've interviewed, as you guys know, because you watch our, our show here, I've interviewed hundreds of people at this point. I've never heard of anyone who had a faster start. So way to see where the ball was moving and be there. Yeah, well, thank you. But at the end of the day, right, it's, it's uh, one thing I found out too is now through all my experiences that, and we, we tell our agents all the time that Mike and I work with and we train and we coach them, is that because we're in the people business, there's not a one size fits all. So you got to understand that everybody's different. So like how you generate leads, how you work with agent, you need to know who you are because you want to come across a genuine, right? You don't want to look yeah. like you're salesy. So right. what, what, one thing that we like is that there's a, a book out there that's called The Seven Different Styles of Success. It talks about your success in the people business based on your personality. Okay. So, for example, it's my 27th year. So if I cold call and I door knock before, I was pretty good at it. Essentially, I door knock it when I went to Dallas, right? I door knock and get them out to, to meet me. I was pretty good at it, but that's not my favorite thing to do. That's what we call the hunter style. Yeah. Okay. Only 8.3% of the population are hunters. You are a hunter. I know you a long time. Hunter would never go hungry. When they need something, <laughs> they go hunt. But only 8.3%, which means yeah. 90% of the agents that we work with will not want to go hunt. Right. So if you try to tell them to go hunt, they won't, which is why many, many agents love to work for teams and companies like you that help provide leads. Because they don't want to go hunt. They just want to tell me where it is, and I'll go get it, right? Sure. I prefer to cultivate relationship with my friends, family, sphere of influence, which is why I went to Dallas to build a relationship. Yeah. So it's called the farmer style. Then you have your expert style. For me, back then, it was bank-owned, investment, first-time home buyer, luxury home. Then you have your hyper-localist. You know, you know the D.C. area really well. I know Minneapolis really well. You become the mayor of your town. You talk about it all the time. I do. That's yeah, a hyper-localist. Right. That's, that's you. That's my husband. I like it. That's your husband. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you have your, your uh, billboard and your bus benches. You know, you got guys. We have one in the market. That's, he's on every billboard. So you got those guys. And then you have your lifestyle one. Church people, biker, uh, working mom, you know, musician that you hang around with. Then yeah. the last one, the seventh one is your tribal one, your tribe, your peeps, black people, gay people, veterans, women, whoever you identify yourself with. So sure. most of us have a combination, sometimes all seven, but at least two, three. Once you know your strength, I highly recommend maximize your strength first before you go work on your weaknesses, because why beat your head against the wall? So I knew my strength was, I didn't know anything about real estate, but I was good with people. So yeah. I went there to build a relationship. And I'll learn the rest of stuff later. So I didn't try to, you know, go do one listing at a time. I went and get 100 listings at a time. So smart. <laughs> and for anyone watching this right now that, that didn't exactly figure out who they were in that moment, I want you to pause this. And I never ask that. I want you to pause this for a moment and rewind and go back and write down what he said and write down where you're strong and where you're weak, right? Because if you focus on your strengths, you're going to scale so much faster. If you went door knocking instead of flew to Dallas, imagine the difference of your life and career today. That's right. I probably would have gave up and hated it and got out of it. Absolutely. And for me, I, when I think about my strengths, I know with absolute certainty if I had tried to 
be the one who called back all of the leads I was generating and was the, the source of follow-up, my company would have failed and I would have never got to the point of growth. I had to hire to compensate for my weakness yep. and I was clear on what it was. So for you all, don't kid yourselves. You're not good at all of them. If you're sitting here, you've wrote them all down and you think, hmm, I'm excellent at all of them. You're lying to yourself, <laughs> right? And you're going to create a harder path forward. So when you're coaching your agents and your clients and you're having this conversation with them, once they've identified where they're strong, what do you tell them to do from there? Yep. So we call it a playbook. We kind of give them the type of activity they should do more of or less of. If you're more the farmer style, go to get into a lot of groups. If you're in PTA group, you know, your, your kids play sport, go hang out there. You know, if you're in a soccer club, you play soccer, you go hang out with play soccer, and then before you know it, they start using you because everyone on an average knows 200 people, yep. okay? So we all know people move every six to eight years now, used to be eight to 10. So even if they're not moving, buying and selling, they know someone who's buying and selling. Absolutely, yeah. So the playbooks, do you guys in your brokerage have it actually defined where once they do kind of this intake yep. test, then it tells them where to focus their time? Yep, so we put together a pretty uh deep assessment. We have them go through, answer all the questions, and we assign points to them, and we tell you, based on this, this is you. Do these activities. Oh this is why we're averaging 104% increase in business when they join us. We double the business when they join us as an average. That's incredible. Incredible. Well, I really encourage you guys to lean into that. Are you a real estate agent with friends or clients moving to or from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area? Send them to the number one team in the area. The Kerry Shell team will ensure they get world-class treatment and the best possible results buying or selling their home. The Kerry Shell team has the best training, systems, and marketing, and we proudly guarantee our results. To refer us business, call the Kerry Shell team at 703-589-9067 or go to referkerryshell.com. One other question. A lot of our business, like let's imagine someone's at an open house mm -hmm. or they're walking into a listing presentation or a buyer presentation. They have such a small window of time to build the relationship. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice about fast tracking that? Yep. So this is about EQ. We call it emotional intelligence, right? Most of us think about an IQ, how smart you Which are. I even said IQ. Uh, there's Radley, right? right? Yep. But, uh, you know, so, uh, so if, if you learn about it, uh, so there's four different areas of, uh, of what we should be doing. So first of all, EQ is emotional intelligence, so it's about our emotion. So scientifically, our body, because what we feel, sense, see, hear, right, sends electrical signals to our, uh, you know, our spinal cord, all the way up to our cortex, all the way to our frontal globe. So frontal globe is where we actually make logical decisions. But on the way there, it goes through the cortex, which is where the limbic system is. And this is where emotions are produced. And what people don't understand is that before you can make logical decisions, you are emotionally really feeling something. So what happened is if you're not self-aware, you start reacting. So the first one is there's four things that most intelligent you need to know. One is called self-aware. 83% of all successful people are really good at self-awareness yep. because they're self-aware of the trigger, the, 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 the thing that people say to you that you get you all tense up and ready to react, right? So understanding that is, is extremely important. That's like the foundation of everything. The second one is, is self-managed. Once you understand that is your emotion, you can't change your emotion. It is what it is, right? If you're mad about something or you're upset or you get nervous when that happens, just understand first being self-aware and then self-manage it. How do you manage that? Sometimes it's like 
Like we get a really angry email from the other agent, right? Saying, ah, oh, man, this is whatever, whatever. So then instead of reacting to it, you know, I would do things like, I receive your email, I will get back to you later this afternoon. So I take so time hard. to reverse it. I respond, I'm going to regret. Or when my wife says something that makes me mad, I'm not going to get all mad. I'm like, okay, honey, can we talk about this later? So I want you to step away because I'm self-aware that that makes me mad or you know, that pisses me <laughs> off, right? Because the thing I get all the time, so you do to a successful people, is that people always think we're doing something wrong or we're cheating, we're lying somehow. Yes. So like, how can you do that? And instead of being reactively like, defensive, you, know, yeah. you have to think about it. And then the third one is social awareness. So socially understand, so this is kind of back to your question about listening and going in, is that you have to be socially aware of what's going on around you. Listening, watching, you know, like sometimes you have that guy that, or that lady that walk in the whole big group, we're having like a really serious conversation and she's not aware. Socially come in and start making some jokes that had nothing to do with the situation, right? Uh-huh. That's a social awareness. But the last one that people, uh, 90% of all successful people have really good at is relationship management. How do you manage a relationship okay, with your client, with your agent, with your, you know, uh, your employees? So that's another thing that, that's extremely important, and that's only if you know the other three steps. So it's like a, a, a ladder thing. You have the auto progression. So relationship uh, management is extremely, extremely important because if you don't learn how to manage a relationship, it's going to come back and bite you somewhere down the road. Well, and part of, in my experience, part of where agents fall down is because they want so badly to have certain standards, they mm-hmm. set unrealistic expectations. Yep. And then they, the client feels like they can't trust them. Yep. And once that trust is broken, it's very hard to mend that bridge. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll share this too. So, you know, for me, it's about, me, big me besides relationships, it's about time management, right? So what's the best use of your time? Yeah. So now when I go to do a listening presentation, I'm one of those styles that I know my style, right? Yeah. I'm about relationship building. So I don't come in with all of these data or any of that stuff. I actually show up with nothing. And I would tell the people, usually I'm one of three or five, right? I'm like, hey, I'm here to meet with you to make sure we're the right fit. Because if you're expecting me to sell a home for 350000 when it's worth three i I'm not the right person for you anyway, and vice versa. So I have to here to find out because at the end of the day, I will get your household. Okay, my job is to sell it for the most amount of money, the least amount of time, with the less amount of hassle, right? So I'm not here to talk about selling. I want to make sure we're the right fit because I'm going into it. I know what I'm good at is relationship building. Yeah. So I use all of my emotional intelligence skills to determine. And many times I walk away, this is not my listening. I'm not even wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Right? But I've never knocked on wood. I think I'm about 100% conversion ratio on the listing I want to take. That's amazing. Because you're, so you're just approaching it Totally, totally different. So I have a question for you. One of the challenges I've had in my business is you're a unicorn, mm-hmm. right? So most True. people don't have those skills. So how do you create? You've scaled 425 agents, right? right. A huge team. How do you create a duplicatable process when it's around a skill with EQ? Yep, absolutely. Because once you understand, because for me, I'm all about process system, right? System run business, people run system. I'm, I'm such OCD that I, I have one thing that people forget is that whatever you're doing in your business, if you're not doing your home life, you're not doing your business. Yep. You have to start there first. So I'm so organized that, you know, the dishwasher is always a certain way. This is large one go to the right, small one go to the left. Okay, my, my closet has long sleeve, short sleeve, color-coded. So, you know, that's how I'm organizing everything. Yeah. So for me, it's my same thought process. Every time I go in and someone says something, I'm self-aware that that's either get me mad or get me excited. 
and then and then I self-manage myself by understanding how I react to the thing I say back. So I have kind of literally in my head it's like a process system of everything when I come and meet somebody, you know. So. But you have that for you. So let's imagine you hire me. Mm-hmm. How do you help me achieve the same results when it's such an internal dialogue you're having in your yep. head? Yep, and that's a very good question. So everyone has to grow and learn. Okay, and that's probably the hardest thing as a as us as CEO and we yeah. own company, we run business that we get disappointed when people don't do what we want them to do, right? Right. I mean, yeah. we're such a professionist that the professionist that hey man, I can do that in five minutes. I was going to take me thirty minutes to show you, and you're going to do it wrong anyway. So what we have to then understand the people thing. So as long as and I'm not saying settle, but if they can do seventy five percent as good a job you can do. That's 75% of the stuff you don't have to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. So sit down and, and explain to them and train them and coach them. Because just because you have the right person, that doesn't mean you can just say, read my mind and go do what I want to do. Right. So you have to set an expectation. So then it's a system process. Sit down and explain to them, this is how I do things. I would like to do the same thing. And then coach them. So I hope that they get there. So if you're, taking, if you're onboarding a new listing agent, mm-hmm. let's say, and they have the same... Because I believe it's a very small percentage of the population that has the amount of EQ that you have, right? right? So if you're interviewing someone and onboarding them and you feel that they may not be at the same level that you are, do you have a different process then for how they do the appointment? Absolutely, because you you don't set them up to fail. If you know they're they're weak at something, right, you you don't have them do that kind of stuff. So like uh, if you go in and talk to a seller and you know that you read people really easy, right, and you know that they're all about stats, and I'm talking about stats because the mirror thing, okay? I mean, the, you got the golden rule. We, we all used to live by it. It said, you know, do unto other like you want to do to your, you know, yourself. Sure. But now we need to live by the platinum rule because it changed. We're doing to them what they want to do, right? Now, what do you, what you want to do? Yeah. And so, so make them that's happy. right. Now, what's going to make you happy? Yes. And that's probably what I try to do the most is that I go in and I talk to people and, and I listen and I ask questions. I think that's probably the biggest thing that we don't do is we're all so excited that I'm going to sell your house for a lot more and this is all I charge and you're going through all of this benefits to selling them. Well, you don't even know what they want yet. What if they don't even care about any of that? Right. I just want to work with somebody I trust and I trust you. If that's who they are, why waste time, you know, going selling through stuff? Exactly, right? Yep. Wow. This is awesome. So l- let me ask you a question. If there's somebody watching right now that this is really resonating with them, they're saying, okay, I need to dig into this skill. How do you recommend learning about EQ? Yep. So there's a couple of things. There's a book actually called Most Intelligent 2.0. Okay. That's one of them. Strength Finder is the other one. Yeah. Because, you know, can you, you can find out what your strengths are. Uh, those are the two great ones that, that I like the most. So I would recommend go and do that. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be reading those books. So <laughs> if you guys read them with me, please comment and share on social media and include Long because this is a huge opportunity to really take your skills to the next level and your marriage and mm-hmm. your relationships with Everything. your children. Every relationship in your life will benefit. Absolutely. Huge. Thank you so much for being here today. And if you were to leave them with one thought, what would it be? We're in a people business, so don't think about a commission. Just help the people because you help others achieve their dream, you will achieve yours. So that's the number one. The other two thing, uh, the other thing I would say is just I just love paying it forward, helping out. So anytime you get the opportunity, just come across as what can you do for them and not what you can do for yourself. So if you have that in mind, you'll, you'll succeed every time. Absolutely. 
amazing advice. Well, thank you for being thank here you. today. And if someone wants to reach out to you on social or follow you, where should they get in touch? Yep, probably Google, first of all, and I'll probably pop up. I'm not as high up as you. Probably it might be number three on the page, <laughs> so the number one, but uh, Long Don, L-O-N-G, D-O-A-N. Most time you get that on Facebook, Google, whatever. Awesome. All right, thank you guys. Give us some comments below. If you have an experience where you've had incredibly high EQ and that's helped you win a listing or helped you win, please comment below. Share with us. We want to learn too. We appreciate you guys listening today and definitely uh, subscribe below. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.